0: Live from Studio 6B Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. Welcome to the show. Dish Network Channel 219 Pluto TV Channel 470 1029 on Samsung TV Plus. You can also check us out on on uh, Roku TV, the Roku channel, and Disto TV. I keep forgetting to mention Disto. i got to write it down, actually. But I always see people mentioning it in the chat. They love the format. They love the, the platform. So check us out on Disto TV as well. Uh, you can also follow us on all the socials. Facebook, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, what, what's that other one? No. X. I guess it's called X now. Uh, Rumble. You can find the show on Rumble. Of course, visit the, uh, the Live from Studio 6B website for all things show related and like Slick Rick was saying the Getter, Getter and the Getter chat where of course you can sign up sign in say hello we get a great group of people every single night watching the show saying hello to them we'll check check in with those uh cousin hump and s- chatter a little bit later on in the meantime looking around the room we are awaiting uh president joe biden's address to the nation from the oval office tonight david zier is here oh. how are you david i'm waiting for bated breath yes can't wait.
1: Hello, everybody out there.
0: Thank you for watching Real America's Voice. Yeah, and I hope he actually catches his breath and is able to speak in between, uh, in between frozen moments. How about you, Slick Rick? How are you? I'm doing good. Keep that over there, that bated breath, please. Uh, yeah, I'm doing good tonight. Uh, <laughs> uh, real good. Welcome back.
2: We missed you last night on the thank show. You. We, had, we had a good show without you, but we did miss you. You were very much missed.
0: Well, thank you. I appreciate that. Hey, I know we're going to be going to uh, Biden, but there is a Thursday night game tonight. Uh, Yes, indeed. Are you guys guys picking that? Yes, we're going
2: to get that. Absolutely. We're going to do that. The New Orleans Saints and the Jacksonville Jaguars in New Orleans. These Saints are hosting that game and they're favored by two and a half points. So if you want to get that in real quick, Aaron, who are you going with? Let's get Aaron's pick first. She's in first place. Okay. Okay, she's got to go.
0: All right. So we're getting ready for the uh, president's address to the nation. Here we go. President Biden delivering his Oval Office address.
3: You know, early this morning, I returned from Israel. They tell me I'm the first American president to travel there during the war. I met with the prime minister and members of his cabinet. And most movingly, I met with Israelis who had personally lived through horrific horror of the attack by Hamas on the 7th of October. More than 1,300 people slaughtered in Israel, including at least 32 American citizens. Scores of innocents, from infants to the elderly grandparents, israelis americans taken hostage as i told the families of americans being held captive by hamas we're pursuing every avenue to bring their loved ones home as president there is no higher priority for me than the safety of americans held hostage the terrorist group hamas unleashed pure unadulterated evil in the world but sadly the jewish people know perhaps better than anyone that there is no limit to the depravity of people when they want to inflict pain on others. In Israel, I saw people who are strong, determined, resilient, and also angry, in shock, and in deep, deep pain. I also spoke with President Abbas, the Palestinian Authority, and reiterated that the United States remains committed to the Palestinian people's right to dignity and to self-determination. The actions of Hamas terrorists don't take that right away. Like so many other, I'm heartbroken by the tragic loss of Palestinian life, including the explosion at the hospital in Gaza, which was not done by the Israelis. We mourn every innocent life lost. We can't ignore the humanity of innocent Palestinians who only want to live in peace and have an opportunity. You know, the assault on Israel echoes nearly 20 months of war, tragedy, and brutality inflicted on the people of Ukraine, people that were very badly hurt since Putin launched his all-out invasion. We've not forgotten the mass graves, the bodies found bearing signs of torture, rape used as a weapon by the Russians, and thousands and thousands of Ukrainian children forcibly taken into Russia, stolen from their parents. It's sick. Hamas and Putin represent different threats, but they share this in common. They both want to completely annihilate a neighboring democracy, completely annihilated. Hamas's stated purpose for existing is the destruction of the state of Israel and the murder of Jewish people. Hamas does not represent the Palestinian people. Hamas uses Palestinian civilians as human shields, and innocent Palestinian families are suffering greatly because of that. Meanwhile, Putin denies Ukraine has or ever had real statehood. He claims the Soviet Union created Ukraine. And just two weeks ago, he told the world that if the United States and our allies withdraw, and if the United States withdraw, our allies will as well, military support for Ukraine would have, quote, a week left to live, but we're not withdrawing. I know these conflicts can seem far away. And it's natural to ask, why does this matter to America? So let me share with you why making sure Israel and Ukraine succeed is vital for America's national security. You know, history has taught us that when terrorists don't pay a price for their terror, when dictators don't pay a price for their aggression, they cause more chaos and death and more destruction. They keep going. And the cost and the threats to America and the world keep rising. So, if we don't stop Putin's appetite for power and control in Ukraine, he won't limit himself just to Ukraine. He's — Putin's already threatened to remind, quote, remind Poland that their Western land was a gift from Russia. One of his top advisors, a former president of Russia, has called Estonia, Latvia, and Lithuania Russia's Baltic provinces. These are all NATO allies. For 75 years, NATO has kept peace in Europe and has been the cornerstone of American security. And if Putin attacks a NATO ally, we will defend every inch of NATO which a which treaty requires and calls for. We'll have something that we do not seek. Make it clear we do not seek. We do not seek to have American troops fighting in Russia or fighting against Russia. Beyond Europe, we know that our allies and maybe most importantly our adversaries and competitors are watching. They're watching our response in Ukraine as well. And if we walk away and let Putin erase Ukraine's independence, would-be aggressors around the world would be emboldened to try the same. The risk of conflict and chaos could spread in other parts of the world in the Indo-Pacific, in the Middle East, especially in the Middle East. Iran is, su- is supporting Russia U- U- in Ukraine, and is supporting Hamas and other terrorist groups in the region, and will continue to hold them accountable, I might add. The United States and our partners across the region are working to build a better future for the Middle East, one where the Middle East is more stable, better connected to its neighbors, and through innovative projects like the India-Middle East-Europe Rail Corridor that I announced this year at the summit of the world's biggest economies. More predictable markets, more employment, less rage, less grievances, less war when connected. It benefits the people who would benefit the people of the Middle East and would benefit us. American leadership is what holds the world together. American alliances will keep us, America, safe. American values are what make us a partner that other nations want to work with. To put all that at risk, if we walk away from Ukraine, if we turn our backs on Israel, it's just not worth it. That's why tomorrow I'm going to send to Congress an urgent budget request to fund America's national security needs, to support our critical partners, including Israel and Ukraine. It's a smart investment that's going to pay dividends for American security for generations. Help us keep American troops out of harm's way. Help us build a world that is safer, more peaceful, more prosperous for our children and grandchildren. In Israel, we must make sure that they have what they need to protect their people today and always. The security package I'm sending to Congress and asking Congress to do is an unprecedented commitment to Israel's security that will sharpen Israel's qualitative military edge, which we've committed to. The qualitative military edge. We're going to make sure Iron Dome continues to guard the skies over Israel. We're going to make sure other hostile actors in the region know that Israel is stronger than ever and prevent this conflict from spreading. Look, at the same time, President Netanyahu and I discussed again yesterday the critical need for Israel to operate by the laws of war. That means protecting civilians in combat as best as they can. And <clears throat> the people of Gaza urgently need food, water and medicine. Yesterday, in discussions with the leaders of Israel and Egypt, I secured an agreement for the first shipment of humanitarian assistance from the United Nations to Palestinian civilians in Gaza. If Hamas does not divert or steal this shipment, these shipments, we're going to provide an opening for sustained delivery of life-saving humanitarian assistance for the Palestinians. as I said in Israel. As hard as it is, we cannot give up on peace. We cannot give up on a two-state solution. Israel and Palestinians equally deserve to live in safety, dignity, and peace. You know, and here at home, we have to be honest with ourselves. In recent years, too much hate has given too much oxygen, fueling racism, the rise of anti-Semitism, Islamic phobia right here in America. It's also intensified in the wake of recent events that led to the horrific threats and attacks that both shock us and break our hearts. On October 7th, terror attacks have triggered deep scars and terrible memories in the Jewish community. Today, Jewish families worried about being targeted in school, wearing symbols of their face walking down the street, or going out about their daily lives. And I know many of you in the Muslim-American community, the Arab-American community, The Palestinian-American community and so many others are outraged and hearted, saying to yourselves, here we go again with Islamophobia and distrust we saw after 9-11. Just last week, a mother was brutally stabbed. A little boy here in the United States, a little boy who just turned six years old was murdered in their home outside of Chicago. His name was Wadia. Wadia proud American, a proud Palestinian-American family. We can't stand by and stand silent when this happens. We must, without equivocation, denounce anti-Semitism. We must also, without equivocation, denounce Islamophobia. And to all you hurting, those of you hurting, I want you to know I see you, you belong. And I want to say this to you. You're all America. You're all America. This is in a moment where, you know, in moments like these, when fear and suspicion, anger and rage run hard, that we have to work harder than ever to hold on to the values that make us who we are. We're a nation of religious freedom, freedom of expression. We all have a right to debate and disagree without fear of being targeted in schools or workplaces or in our communities. <clears throat> I must renounce violence and vitriol see each other not as enemies, but as as fellow Americans. When I was in Israel yesterday, I uh, said that when America experienced the hell of 9-11, we felt enraged as well. While we sought and got justice, we made mistakes. So, I cautioned the government of Israel not to be blinded by rage. And here in America, let us not forget who we are. We reject all forms, all forms of hate whether against Muslim, Jews, or anyone. That's what great nations do, and we are a great nation. On Ukraine, I'm asking Congress to make sure we can continue to send Ukraine the weapons they need to defend themselves and their country without interruption so Ukraine can stop Putin's brutality in Ukraine. They are succeeding. When Putin invaded Ukraine, he thought he would take Kyiv and all of Ukraine in a matter of days. Well, over a year later, Putin has failed, and he continues to fail. Kyiv still stands because of the bravery of the Ukrainian people. Ukraine has regained more than 50 percent of the territory Russian troops once occupied, backed by a U.S.-led coalition of more than 50 countries around the world, all doing its part to support Kyiv. What would happen if we walked away? We are the essential nation. Meanwhile, Putin has turned to Iran and North Korea to buy attack drones and ammunition to terrorize Ukrainian cities and people. From the outset, I've said, I will not send American troops to fight in Ukraine. All Ukraine is asking for is help for the weapons, munitions, the capacity, the capability to push invading Russian forces off their land and the air defense system to shoot down Russian missiles before they destroy Ukrainian cities. Let me be clear about something. We send Ukrainian equipment sitting in our stockpiles. And when we use the money allocated by Congress, we use it to replenish our own stores, our own stockpiles, with new equipment. Equipment that, def- that defends America and is made in America. Patron missiles for air defense batteries made in Arizona. Artillery shells manufactured in 12 states across the country in Pennsylvania, Ohio, Texas and so much more. You know, just as in World War II, today, patriotic American workers are building the arsenal of democracy and serving the cause of freedom. Let me close with this. Earlier this year, I boarded Air Force One for a secret flight to Poland. There, I boarded a train with blacked-out windows for a 10-hour ride each way to Kyiv to stand with the people of Ukraine ahead of the one-year anniversary of their brave fight against Putin. I'm told I was the first American to enter a war zone not controlled by the United States military since President Lincoln. With me was just a small group of security personnel and a few advisors, But when I exited that train and met Zelensky, President Zelensky, I didn't feel alone. I was bringing with me the idea of America, the promise of America to the people who are today fighting for the same things we fought for 250 years ago, freedom, independence, self-determination. And as I walked through Kyiv with President Zelensky with air raid sirens sounding in the distance, I felt something I've always believed more strongly than ever before. America is a beacon to the world still, still. Whereas my friend Madeleine Albright said, the indispensable nation. Tonight, there are innocent people all over the world who hope because of us, who believe in a better life because of us, who are desperate not to be forgotten by us and are waiting for us. But time is of the essence. I know we have our divisions at home. We have to get past them. We can't let petty, partisan, angry politics get in the way of our responsibilities as a great nation. We cannot and will not let terrorists like Hamas and tyrants like Putin win. I refuse to let that happen. In moments like these, we have to remind, we have to remember who we are. We are the United States of America, the United States of America. And there is nothing, nothing beyond our capacity if we do it together. My fellow Americans, thank you for your time. May God bless you all. and May God protect our troops. All right. Oh, well, there wow. you have it. Yeah. All right. The Ukraine uh, speech. Yeah.
0: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. There you go. Uh, President Joe Biden, of course, minutes. from the Oval Office, taking all of, I don't know, what was that about? 16 minutes yeah. all told? Yeah, everybody
1: yep. has 15 minutes of Ukraine.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And <laughs> <Get it. laughs> that was it. You're supposed to laugh, uh, Rick. God, God, did, he, did he even say God bless America? I don't or think did so. he just say God bless our troops? So, why would he? I have no would idea. Anyhow. Live from Studio 6B, we are back. Uh, you just got to see the uh, the plea for Ukraine money <laughs> under the guise of uh, of uh, what's going on in the Middle East between Israel and Hamas. Uh, David Zier is here again, if you're just joining the show. Uh, Damon is out. He'll be back tomorrow night. Big Z is in his place. David Zier, how are you? I'm good. You
1: know, you have Winston Churchill, yeah. Ronald Reagan, Joe yeah. Biden. I don't know what the hell that speech was about. Israel's about to launch a 300,000 army man army ground war and uh, we're talking about Ukraine again. I don't yeah. know what what did I miss? And what a wimp just oh, just to go there.
0: Just a, just a uh, just an, uh, an insane um I would say, yeah, I, I would say insane. Was that ins- slick? W- would you qualify that as an insane speech? I mean, it kind of did it really make a point?
2: That guy doesn't capture the audience. Nothing. I mean, people were falling asleep in the chat. I was watching the chat. I mean, it's terrible. Why can't you even believe anything the man says? And then you're talking about Ukraine? So Houthi rebels are
1: launching rockets at the U.S. Navy tonight, I believe. Our air base, our joint base in Iraq is under rocket attack. Our Jerusalem, our our, um, Beirut, the U.S. embassy is under threat for the third time in American history. Two times it was devastated. Uh, and I think they burnt down the U.S. Embassy in yeah. Jordan. I
2: didn't hear any of that no, from no. our president tonight. And our president always would say, keep our troops safe, our men and women. I mean, Ronald Reagan used to always say that. Donald Trump used to yeah, always say I'll that. Yeah, carrier groups. Thanking them for that. I mean, these guys are right there. They're right in the line of fire, for yeah. goodness sakes. And,
0: and, and in some cases, like, like you just pointed out, David, back and I see this here from Just the News as well, um, uh, about the rockets that were launched at some Navy ships. Uh, over in that part of the world. Mm. So it says here, Navy destroyer intercepts missiles launched from Yemen. Ah, why not Yemen? Why don't we take care of Yemen while we're at it? Um, Another beauty. I'll jump into it real quick. U.S. Navy destroyer on Thursday intercepted a series of missiles and drones launched from Yemen, though it remains unclear whether the the ship was the intended target. Maybe they were aiming at a hospital in Gaza and they just missed. Who knows? (laughs) Good Um, point. It it landed in a parking lot. Yeah. But, but, uh, yeah, so so that's that headline. That, that david referenced about the uh, you know taking fire from uh for more from more terrorists was to leave what do we, we get from uh, right. what do we get from joe biden for the last 16 minutes two minutes of israel six 14 minutes of ukraine and how we need more money and putin and i
1: think is it his first address to the american people after uh, the hamas attacks it was the third i think so
0: yeah
2: largest attack well, he had a yeah, speech on the plane, though. That was, that was dynamite, that one he had last night. Yeah. Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> when his Played mask that. fell off. It was, there was, it's the
1: third his largest attack on too. American citizens in U.S. history. More died, uh, except for 9 11 and the Pulse nightclub attacks and this. And he didn't mention that once. No.
0: And you know what he hasn't mentioned? He didn't mention it all once tonight is how are you going to get the hostages back, Joe? Have we even talked about that? I mean, this is this is on the level I would say um, uh, uh, of when Jimmy Carter had a hostage situation, right? Where he had fifty-some odd hostages trapped in Iran. Yeah. For how long? Oh, yeah. Three four, four hundred some odd four hundred forty-four days. Right. Uh, uh, Joe Biden, no mention of the hostage situation whatsoever. Ooh, good point. No mention of yeah. anything about good what's going to be done. Oh, but don't worry, because there he was shaking hands and putting the pictures out uh, for the Internet to take a look at of the guys from uh, what D- is it? Delta, Force. From and Delta he, Force. And he docks them. Yeah, he, he basically <laughs> outed these Delta Force guys, making the, it impossible now, probably for them to continue their position in what they do. So good on you, Joe. Um, but yeah, so, so what we see here from the uh, from the resident in chief is much of the same, just garbage, just garbage in, garbage out. Yeah. We put garbage into the White House, and look, we're getting garbage out. What yeah. is he talking about? He's talking about you. He spent most of this time. And that was the first thing that got our attention because David, while while uh, Biden was talking, he goes, "So what is this guy talking about?" After the first two minutes, and he went right into like after two and a half two and a half minutes or so, yeah. David goes, "Is uh, what is he talking about?" And then all of a sudden, you hear Biden start talking about Ukraine and Russia and, and the war, and we need to we need more funding. He's like, "Oh, so now this is a pitch for money for Ukraine."
1: Yeah, you know, uh, maybe later we can play this brief clip I uploaded earlier, uh, Cash Patel on Biden's National Security Council, which has uh, pro-Hamas people running the National Security Council. Never mind Valerie Jarrett in the background with Obama pulling the strings, but yeah, pro-Iranian, pro-Hamas, U.S. foreign policy.
0: Yeah, and again, President Joe Biden is out there, uh, you know, doing his. I guess that's the best he can do. This guy wouldn't. I. I don't think he could sell water to to a to a uh, to, to a thirst to a thirsty homeless person. He's terrible. No. Like, like, does that make you? Does that make you think, man, we got to get behind this and one hundred percent? Let's let's give them any money that they. No. Not at all. And somebody in particular who's been speaking out about this center, Rick Scott out of Florida, uh, you know, he's referencing President Joe Biden's um, speech of 100 million in new funding for humanitarian aid. Uh, According to uh, Rick Scott, he doesn't buy it. He says Hamas controls Gaza. Every dime that we send into Gaza goes to Hamas. He ain't lying. Uh, You saw the terrorists with humanitarian first aid kits when they were out shooting and killing Americans and Israelis in Israel. He said, this is crazy. Hamas is holding American citizens and Israelis hostages. And what does Joe Biden want to do? Wants to give them money. The senator said, we're going to give American taxpayer money. That's money from us to the Palestinian Authority, who's then going to funnel it to the terrorists. Um, doesn't seem to make sense. He also said, if your child got killed, you're going to pay taxes so that your government can give, uh, so the U.S. government can give that money, that tax money to the Palestinian Palestinian Authority, who will then give it to the terrorist that killed your kid. That makes zero sense. And he's not wrong, because this this whole thing stinks up and down.
1: Yeah. And, um, we're just being lied to once again, cause they are afraid to commit and tell them that we should be behind Israel in this fight because Hamas is, uh, evil. And, uh, listen, there's 2 million Muslims in, in, uh, Israel about, and yeah. they're citizens of Israel. And they're not all under attack and they're not all under apartheid. They have seats in the Knesset, the Palestinians. There is representation. I think more Palestinians work in Israel than the rest of all the Arab countries in the world combined who don't care about the Palestinians. No, I mean, they don't even want it's them. True. No,
0: and they don't <laughs> <It's> want <laughs> to. Close, e- Egypt closed the border. Jordan closed the border. Syria closed. Everybody closes the border to the Palestinians. What does that tell you? We open uh, the border. You guys for them. Maybe, maybe you need to take a shower because uh, nobody seems to want you at their house. You know? It's brutal. It's brutal. What about you, Slick? What's your th- thinking on all this? On, uh, well, certainly Biden. I, you know, when
2: he speaks, it's like you know, I have cotton in my ears. I, I I can't relate to the man. He's not real. We know what he's all about. He's not about our country. And It's disgusting. When I first heard the speech and he was going on about Ukraine, I said, well, oh, maybe he's going to be on for half an hour, figuring that then <laughs> he would get into Israel and what's going on and what our position is. And no, he just cut it short, put a lid on it, right? Because he's afraid. In,
1: Uh, The Biden administration is afraid to admit that they have pro-Hamas entities
2: influencing the White House, like Obama
1: had care in the White House 120 times during his presidency.
2: And what really concerns me, they're shooting rockets at our ships. Nobody respects us anymore. And that is the biggest fear that I have when I go home at night, I'll be honest with you.
0: And what's amazing, somebody was running, I think it was on Fox News, they were talking about uh, presidents making a pitch from the Oval Office. They listed George H. Bush. Then they showed Bill Clinton, then they showed George W. Bush, then they showed Barack Obama, and then they showed Joe Biden. <laughs> no picture of 45. Why? Yeah. Because he didn't have to go to, to do a uh, an Oval Office speech because he wanted to pay for war. How about that? Yep. So, interesting little piece of trivia. Good point. All right. Thank you. It's not in the top of my head. Uh, all right. That's uh, I don't even know what segment this is, but it's a Thursday night. So welcome to the show live from Studio 6B. We'll take a quick break. Come back. We'll do sports and news next. Stay there. Going to free. All right, live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice on a Thursday night. Damon is off tonight. He wanted to be home so he could really absorb Joe Biden and take it all in. I'm sure not. Uh, But he'll be back tomorrow night, definitely, to kick off the weekend. David Zier is here sitting in. David, of course, has his show Saturday mornings right here, breaking point at 8 a.m. Eastern on Real America's Voice. Quick rundown of your guest, David uh, I got a good one for you. I got Lee
1: Benesis from the Jewish Voice. She's a great writer and she talks about the hypocrisy of all of these um people in Hollywood and Jews in Hollywood uh who aren't supporting uh Israel and uh she has this great article talking about who does. Maybe we can get into that a little later for okay. a minute um because you know people you wouldn't expect like Madonna and uh, Michael Rapaport and and people who are total libs um you know they're they're crossing You know, we're crossing paths here because we recognize the heinous acts of Hamas.
0: But you know what? With with those two in particular, I believe those two are kind of New Yorkers. And I think New York um, liberals are probably more prone to side with Israel because of the big Jewish contingency here. Would you say that,
1: David? Um, Yeah, but you even have people like, you know, um, uh, Sarah Silverman. Uh, we know Mark Ruffalo is always like a big lib, so he hates Israel, uh, of course. Um, but, you know, Sarah Silverman, even Amy Schumer uh, and and so many people have uh, come out and um, taken bold stances in support of Israel. But then you have Steven Spielberg, who's silent. You've got Adam Sandler, who's silent, Angelina Jolie, uh, you know, and all these people. So it's a real confluence of Different uh, views in Hollywood, but I thought more people would come out, especially being that so many people are Jewish in the media industry.
0: Um, you know, to be pro-Israel, you would think, um, but 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 I think a lot of them are self-hating, as we learned from John yeah, Stewart's that bit whole,
1: last week. A hundred percent, a hundred percent, exactly. Uh, but and, it's an interesting dynamic going on.
0: Yeah, definitely. And then, of course, I'm sure you caught the uh, Jewish anti-Zionist group that overran the U.S. House building. Wasn't that fun? Highly coordinated. Yeah. The Jewish Voice for Peace, a self-progressive anti-Zionist organization that organized a protest that overran parts of the Cannon House office building, which when I heard this and saw it, I was like, hey, wait, this is an insurrection. These people should be in jail. They should all be facing 50 years, maybe four years sitting, waiting for a trial in the Gulag of D.C. That's what I'm hoping for. I don't think that's happened, Uh, but we do have a clip of it. Cut number one. Aaron, go. they were outside. And they took their position inside. Did they? Yeah, supporting terrorists. There you go. Will they get 22 years, even to the people
1: who didn't show up? You know what? you know, everyone was told to come in and we're going to show them that we're not violent. We're going to sit Indian style and all this bull crap. You know, it's just disgusting. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. So. Uh, I would definitely uh, I would definitely have to agree with what I saw. That was just one clip. There were many clips. I know uh, Marjorie Taylor Green was out there. She was recording. Um, mm-hmm. And it'll be interesting to see if any of these people are actually, uh, you know, shipped off to the gulags made to wait three years Never for a trial. Happen. And then, uh, oh, that's right, because they're probably Democrats and they're protected. So they probably won't be uh, held to account. Ben Burkwam got great uh, video yesterday uh, from there. It was really great. Yeah, well, we'll have to go check that out. And I know you've got uh, a great clip of uh, Cash Patel. Talking about this exact situation, right?
1: Yeah. Pro-Iranian forces were operating the Obama White House. And then under Obama, you know, he let care into the White House 120 plus times, uh, which was the international brother to Muslims, the Islamic uh, Brotherhood. Um, And now we have uh, this person from the NSC. Watch Cash.
4: The head of intel programs in the National Security Council. He sits in the White House and is responsible for all of intelligence collection priorities in the United States of America. This guy is the one who we now have, and I've posted on Truth Social, a photo uh, being pro-Palestinian and standing in front of a picture that supports the apartheid of the Jews in Israel. Oh, I forgot to tell you this about him, Bannon. Meher Batar was general counsel to Adam Schiff when I was doing the Russiagate investigation. This dune authored the Schiff memo. And then Robert Malley, Biden's presidential envoy to Iran, suspended by the FBI because of a security clearance issue, okay. has now been taken off the case. And Ariana Tabatai is the assistant chief of staff to the Department of Defense's Special Operations Office. She is the one directly uh, to communicating with the Iranian Foreign Ministry. Yeah, exactly.
2: Okay, those three.
4: That's cash. it.
2: How many times do? How many times do you have senior level guys, senior level personnel, directly from the president, that have the security clearance pulled? How often does that happen?
4: Well, it happens to us, but never by Chris <laughs> Ray to a Biden administration official. So you got to ask the question: What the heck are you doing?
0: Yeah, that's a great question. What the heck are they doing? Obviously, not uh, not protecting the homeland. Explains Biden's speech tonight yeah because all he was pitching for and you saw it it wasn't that long it was 16 minutes tops and uh, what we got a lot of was Putin in Ukraine and and how we need to defeat Vladimir Putin and make sure that uh, you know that uh, that he gets the money that he needs to 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 beat him back and because if he loses we all lose and NATO's going to win and, and all this garbage it's like what are you doing uh for more cash for Ukraine. Doesn't really care about Israel that much. Actually went there, and I've heard a few people, um, David, uh, make this connection or this observation is really kind of to delay. They saw Biden's trip as kind of a delay to the ground war.
1: Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, well, they were. They were trying to delay it. And, and, um, you know, maybe they lost a little bit of of initiative uh, over there so i i don't know it's going to be really ugly it's going to be really ugly but listen people have to remember seven arab nations invading israel since 1947 and all the innocent people that have been slaughtered there and these bus attacks blown up colonel higgins from the u.s military jim bucklin our cia buckley our cia station chief a navy seal being dumped on the tarmac in italy from the eight hundred flight eight. A TWA flight that was hijacked our embassy blown up twice our marines 261 murdered yeah. all by muslim extremists Hezbollah which is shiite which is iran which is the iranian Republi- Re- revolutionary guard
0: uh, you know who's now hamas yeah. and, and then you lump that in <laughs> with the uh the willing the very willing uh mainstream uh, deep state media right on hey But that hospital, uh, those those darn Israelis blowing up that hospital, killing 500 people, Uh, it turns out it really wasn't them. But it doesn't make them stop from pushing it. Right. Pushing the narrative, pushing the story, continuing to push it out there. The death toll in Gaza has been updated, by the way. Do you want to hear what it is? Uh, it's closer to 10 or 50 people, and the bomb actually uh, hit, the, hit, the, uh, hit the parking areas. lot. Yeah. And if you go and check, there are pictures of the hospital. Hospital's still standing. There's no hole in the wall, it wasn't burned to the ground. There's nothing wrong with the hospital. Uh, but the, uh, the cars in the parking lot were pretty messed up. We've all seen the, the videos.
1: I, I watched this really upsetting video at like 2 in the morning yesterday of they were selecting the kids of the family who they were gonna take inside to execute. And they took this like 12-year-old boy boy off into another room and they killed him with AK-47s. You know, and the family's in the next room and they kept taking people. I mean, Israel doesn't do that. You could say all you want about Israel being unfair and an apartheid-like structure in Gaza. By the way, Israel left Gaza a long time ago. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's a lot of misinformation out there. And uh, Israel's not always innocent, but they are not pulling family members into rooms and blowing their heads off.
0: And and I I happen to remember um, descriptions of Gaza when they left. They left it pretty nice, from what I understand. From what I understand, they had set it up. It was a nice. They had done some nice work in there, um, making it uh, better for people to grow food and and a, a much nicer place to live in. Um, well, until until yeah. they open until they left, and then it was completely destroyed.
1: Well, Hamas took over a, a big faction of the Palestinian Liberation Authority. Uh, they took over in '06. Uh, they took a wing of it. So in the West Bank, it's still the PLA and the Fatah. But uh, Hamas controls this other. You know, this is all foreign influence um, to obliterate Israel.
0: Yeah. And again, you've got you've got the mainstream media and the Democrats here just pushing that same narrative. Some of them are. And then some of them aren't. Rashida Tlaib being the uh, I don't know, at this point. All right. um, Can we deport her? Is she, is she is she American? I have no idea. I'm gonna to have to look no. that up. Every is she an American think, citizen? She can she be deported? Is my question.
1: Every time we think they're going to be on the sideline, they get more power. Yep.
2: You know the squad. Yep. Talib. Right. Oh yeah, absolutely. I didn't see
0: her beating the drums today, huh? No. no, she was out there beating the drums, beating yeah. the drums for the Palestinians. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, a- the- I mean, there's a video. I'm going to try and find the video, see if we yeah, can we play We played it. some stuff last night I of mean, her wailing. Oh, was she yeah. oh, wailing oh, yeah. and we, crying? Yeah, somebody in the chat was calling oh, the oh, ambulance
2: yeah. for her. Yeah, yeah. no question.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I saw some of that today, and it was just, and it just it boggles your mind, because none of what she's saying is true, but nobody calls her out on nah. it. Nah. It's amazing. No. Just amazing. Nope. So, so let me. I found her her, her page here. Let me see. Is she actually born here? <laughs> she, I, I gotta ask because I no, don't know. She's, she's Michigan. Okay, she right? was born she's in Detroit, Detroit? Michigan. Yeah, yeah. Detroit, according to the good football team. Okay, but still, can, can an American citizen be deported?
1: I think he can. Like Lucky Luciano was deported. That's or was right. He never a citizen. I don't remember.
2: I don't know. And not that I was. Born. Either way, he wasn't too lucky. <laughs> <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: His luck ran out.
0: Yes. Yeah. I'm gonna I'm gonna look into that because if that's the case, maybe we can maybe we can start a petition. Wouldn't that be cool? Start oh, yeah. a petition. I get a few. C- would have ask, her um, deported.
1: I would ask Siri, but I have an Android and it's Bixby and it sucks. Let's see what it says.
0: <laughs> hey Bixby, why do you stink so bad? It says here, can a a naturalized citizen be deported? The answer, according to this internet search, is yes a naturalized citizen can be deported and have their citizenship revoked when denaturalization has occurred. This process is rare but does occur. Usually when you obtain your US state uh United States citizenship, it's a status you will keep forever. Now, uh, let me uh let me check this question. Here can a US citizen be stripped? Under the 14th Amendment, the government cannot darn it. uh revoke the citizenship of a natural born US citizen. Oh, you can. However, there's a, however, here. However, renouncing citizenship is an option. Blah blah blah. Uh, yeah. But can a you? Let me. Let me. Can a U.S. citizen? Let's see, hey, US hey Bixby, be can, can a U.S. citizen United that did nothing States. wrong get 22 years
1: in prison in the United <laughs> States? Uh, denaturalizes uh, to removal.
0: Uh, I guess. I guess if we can somehow if we can somehow get her to believe that she's signing a check for you know a, a million dollars, but it's actually uh, uh, um, you know her revoking her citizenship or renouncing her citizenship as like you know it's underneath a piece of paper, and then we pull it up, be like, ah, there you go. Um, maybe that's the way we can get her out because I don't I, I don't know about you, but she doesn't belong here. She no. does, and she obviously. Uh, hates this country. The whole squad doesn't believe. And, and the fact that she's a member of Congress, a sitting member of Congress, she should be removed to yesterday. After what we saw yesterday, she should be removed. Simple oh, as that. Her constituency. <laughs> abducted. Doesn't matter. <laughs> is is pro, uh, they're pro Hamas, pro Hezbollah. That's what doesn't it matter. Yeah. Let's write a new law. The Rashida Talib law. <laughs> and let's just deport her. What where can we send her? Exactly. Oh, let's send her to let's send it to uh How about the, West Gou- Bank? the Gulag with the uh, or Gaza. The go, go to Gaza. And then you can cry all you want. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. Slick Rick is going to have the entire segment to do sports if he wants it. Feeling that good on a Thursday night. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. live from Studio 6B on Real America's Voice. It's a Thursday night. Damon will be off tonight. He'll be back tomorrow night. So make sure you join us as we kick off the weekend. David Zier is here in his place. Slick Rick is here. He's going to have sports in just a moment. Still looking for the answer to the question of uh, <laughs> trying to get rid of Rashida leave. Uh, turns out a bare truth on the Getter chat says, Hey, Rick, part of the penalty for treason is loss of citizenship. Oh, nice. So we got that going for us, which is somebody. nice. Uh, it says renunciation can occur when a citizen is convicted of treason. Uh, this must be done in writing. Receive approval from the reasons uh, re- for reasons. Can a U.S. lose its citizenship, commit an act of treason against the United States? Um, all right. I think, you know what? What she's doing could be considered an act of treason. I don't know. I guess we'll have to we'll have to find brains smarter than ours. To let us know if that kind of falls into that right david
1: well they want to go after trump for nothing and he's an insurrectionist and sedition seditious conspirator so and he did nothing wrong so yeah and she can
0: be considered the same thing and but worse yeah she's much,
1: actually supporting terrorists
0: yeah much worse um so we'll get back. We'll we'll do more of that in in the next hour. But right now let's cut it over to Slick Rick with Slick Rick Sports brought to you by Mike Lindell's MyPillow.com. Go to mypillow.com, take advantage of all the great deals that Mike has set up. Use our code LFSXB at checkout. Make sure to use that code, take that receipt send it to us with the size of the t-shirt that you want and where to mail it to, and we'll send you the shirt of the month courtesy of LFS6B and MyPillow. And uh, so take advantage of that. But you have to send... You, the the receipt with our code, LFS6B. Use it at checkout. Take advantage of those great deals. And of course, send a little note as well. Tell them that doing a great job and, and you love the fact that, that they support Slick Rick and Slick Rick Sports. And what do you got, Slick? All right. Well, let's get
2: right to it, Rick. We got to get to NFL. We got Thursday night football on Amazon right. Prime. We the got Odds the, Makers. Yes, we did an Odds Makers earlier tonight with all the commotion going on with Biden. We were better off doing the Odds Makers than watching that nonsense. But we got the uh, Jaguars in New. Orleans taking on the Saints in the Mercedes dome there and uh, Jaguars drew first blood up seven to three Saints just added a field goal about a minute 20 to go in the first quarter the spread on that game is two and a half points Aaron has taken the New Orleans Saints Aaron any comments so far I am a little sad with my choices. No, it's early. But I'm going to stick with my guns and go with the Saints. Hey, it's an early game. Uh, I think uh, David Carr will have something to say before it's over. But I did like the Jaguars. They're playing pretty good. And a few people in the chat are big Jaguar fans. So I don't know any Saints fans in the chat. So I think I'm going to cover myself tonight with that. And, uh, well, let's get to Major League Baseball. Great game today. How do you like that? The Diamondbacks get back on the board, cut the deficit in half. And it's now two games to one. Uh, uh, it was Cattell uh, Marte with a walk-off single to win the game in the ninth for the Diamondbacks, two to one over the Phillies. We needed to make that a series. And speaking of making it a series, we got Game Four going on in Arlington right now, and the Astros are blanking the Rangers, three nothing, looking to even that series and get Mattress Mac, well off his back because he wasn't doing <laughs> too good there. He got he got he stands to make forty-six million dollars on this thing if he wins. Can you imagine you guys have a heart attack, Mattress Mac? So uh, I. I knew the Astros would bounce back. Rangers played good ball. They didn't lose the the first two series, the wild card and the DLS. They didn't lose in either of those series. It was really remarkable play. Won the first two games of this series, but bang, what do you know? Just like that, back in it. That sports has its way of moving, you know, evening up things. And then we got the Zozo Championship. PGA, Rick, round two in progress. This is a Cordia Golf, Narasino Country Club in uh, Shiba. And uh, Colin Morakawa had a six under today to lead. Uh, the, there was a uh, four-way, five-way tie for a second. So uh, Colin Morikow in the lead right now. Good looking golfer. I like him a lot. Hopefully he'll do well. NHL action tonight, Rick. Here we go. The uh, Flames and Sabres in a good one. Tied at two. End of two. Also end of two. We have the Lightning over the Canucks. Three to two. Uh, Panthers two to one over the Maple Leafs. That's also end of two. End of two as well. Oh, the Predators are in New York, and it's not even the Biden contingency. We got the Predators four to one <laughs> over the Rangers right now. In the garden. There we go. And we got the Flyers two Nothing over the Orioles. 11 minutes in the second. I, I, I'm so heated about that, that that first 10 minutes. I'm sorry, I couldn't resist. Coyotes <laughs> one nothing over the Blues. End of one. We got the Kings in the over the Wild. Three two. That's one minute to go in the first there. End of one as well. Golden Knights and Jets knotted at one. Stars and Ducks, Hurricanes and opening up the Kraken in Seattle. We got Blackhawks and Avs, Bruins at the San Jose Sharks. Do you know the way to San Jose? At 10:30, puck drops respectively. And uh, well, we won't have those scores, but uh, you'll be able to catch that if you're interested later on tonight. And I've got a good story here. Look at this one, Rick. Aussie trans identified male football coach included in hottest... 100 woman list. This is Simon Kent of Breitbart. Yes, you heard me right. A transgender identified biological male football coach has made an Australian magazine list charting hot 100 women of the world for the second year in a row. Boy, the uh, the list, don't try to skirt the issue, Rick. The list released <laughs> Wednesday and compiled by Maxim Australia is intended to showcase the most successful and beautiful women in entertainment, sport, and pop culture. Uh, it ranked former Australian rules player turned coach Danielle Ladley in 92nd place, prompting an immediate response from critics. Lately is a former star coach who played for the West Coast Eagles in North Melbourne in the Australian Football League, AFL, from 1987 to 1997. He officially announced his transition in 2020, shocking many fans, apparently Maxim magazine too, uh, with his dramatic transformation from Dean to Danny. Uh, the 56 year old ex-footballer reportedly kept the gender identity a secret until photos of him in women's clothing were accidentally sent to his daughters on Snapchat Watch that Snapchat. Get you in trouble, Lips. I, I sort of started to live my life as as me with with a small group of friends, but not in front of my children, explained Lately. I would try my darndest to keep the two very separate. Lately said in addition to learning how to use the picture-sharing shop shopping, sharing app, he was struggling with a meth addiction at the time. Really, you know, got it all together, you can see this person. Well, very well bundled, right? Yes, yeah, uh, exactly. But Lately has declined to comment on his inclusion on the hottest 100 women list topped by Australia actress, that'd be Margot Robbie. 33, whose Hollywood career continues to shine following the release of her latest film, Barbie. So yes. she's the big, she's the big woman there. pretty girl, but uh, well, it kind of makes you sick. Billie Eilish. What is it? What does she have that song? What is I made for? It applies to this guy. That's for sure. So anyway, uh, and uh, two wrestling legends lay out timelines for every time. It's Rick, Adam Taylor, Yard Barker. The wrestling world has had two tough updates in recent days two legends of the sport have begun discussing retirement on October 18th episode of aew Dynamite sting 64 announced his final match will be at revolution 2024 sting has been a constant in wrestling since making his debut in 1987 right oh way back goodness. when when Nick 387 was built was born I should say uh, he has had success in WCW TNA WWE and aew uh, WWE Hall of Famer Ray the mysterious mysterio jr the giant killer has also begun to discuss his retirement Plans speaking to Ariel Hawani on the MMA Hour. So, a couple of greats, Rick, uh, you know, that will really have their matches are going to be disappearing. And a lot say, ah, Slick Rick, wrestling's not a sport. Oh, damn, yes, it is, especially on this show, Big day. That's his favorite sport in the world, <laughs> wrestling. He lives for that. So, Hokamania. Uh, and uh, that's a wrap in sports, Rick. Got plenty more, but I'll get to it in, later in the segment. Thank All
0: right. You. Well, thank you, Slick. And again, uh, Slick Rick Sports brought to you by Mike Lindell and MyPillow.com. Use our code at checkout LFS6B. Save a ton. Holidays are coming. You might want to get some uh, some of the people on your list. There's some some very good my pillow stuff, like some slippers oh, to yeah. cover up their their gangly looking toes. I think that's what Damon needs in here because he's always walking around with his flip flops on. Yeah, uh, you ever see his feet? <laughs> He looks like he's uh, he driving the, the Flintstone mobile he, he, all day with those He needs those a pedicure,
2: paramedic. Jeez, <laughs> oh, <laughs> you kidding me? He's too to the, the bill. That's why he it's doesn't get any amazing. pedicures. Uh,
0: yeah, so take advantage of that. Mypillow.com. Use LFSXB at checkout. Take advantage of that. David Zier, tomorrow. Uh, are you going to be joining us on Friday? I am. You're he, just going to be here tomorrow. He's going to be here Saturday again. Give us a quick yeah. Plug I don't go. Saturday show um
1: you know i got some great guests uh, but another guy I got tim rivers is the author of the american gulag chronicles and he's been trading letters with prisoners j6 prisoners for okay. the last year Very moving. Nice. We have a Soviet archipelago-style gulag on the east coast of the United States for J6 prisoners. And I got Trent Lysian, who's running against Ken Buck in Colorado's 4th Congressional District, America First, Patriot, apparently. Uh, Maybe that's what we need in that seat.
2: I'm going to set my channel to 1029 Samsung. I'm going to get up early, get the coffee and the bagels, and watch Mr. Zia. (laughs) I may even slip in a Bloody Mary too while I'm at it.
0: (laughs) I thought that was for Sundays. That's for every day. <laughs> All right, that's the uh, end of hour number one. Hour number two next. Uh, we got a whole lot more show to get to on this Thursday night, live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. We'll be back. Stay down. We'll be back. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice, Thursday night. Welcome to the show. Samsung, Channel 1029, Dish Network, Channel 219, Pluto TV, Channel 470. You can also catch us on Roku TV as well as Distro. Uh, Some great platforms if you can catch this show and many others on Real America's Voice. Also follow us on all the socials. You know them. You love them. Well, some of them you love. Uh, Facebook, YouTube, Rumble, uh, Twitter, X, whatever you want to call it. And, of course, the ever-present Getter, where you can get on the Getter Chat, jump in there like everybody else does, and have a good time making fun of You know what? I, I got a question on the Getter Chat now, since I've seen it up. Uh, since we've been on, um, and, and I noticed uh, Pico Delgado seems to be trending on there. What the <laughs> hell is that all about? We didn't even and, mention and what happened last night. We, we talked about your haircut, and that was about it. We didn't talk about any of that. Why is that? Why is that a thing? Is my question. Pico Delgado. Yeah. Uh, did you guys mention that last oh, night? We, that did you was, have nachos? Came, that was a while ago. Nachos. Nachos Delgado. when I was here. Yeah, they've been yeah. using
1: it. All right. Pico Delgado means the rooster's beak. Oh.
0: No, it doesn't. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. Where? In Mecca, in Spanish. In Mecca, <laughs> in, in <laughs> where, 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 where's yeah, t- that t- from? To Mecca, you know. Hey, uh, Slick Rick is here. He's got sports. Uh, is there any story you want to uh, plug so people can look forward to coming up later? Do you got any? You got any? Uh, you got any of that rodeo stuff coming up? I'm going to get a rodeo in.
2: A lot of the rodeos take a break. We covered most of them, but I think I have oh, one okay. more to get. Uh, well, we're going to talk a little bit about Tom Brady. You know, he's got this question Ooh. about him being able to uh, uh, be a part owner of the Vegas Raiders because of the valuation. It's very interesting. Uh, the team is worth six billion. He's supposed to put in ten percent, but for some reason that he doesn't have that that kind. Of money, so they they're trying to let him get become a 10% owner with about a million, um, 175 million. That's chump change. And Big D walks around more than that in his money bag. What are you talking about?
0: (laughs) So does does Paul. That's why he's not here. Yeah, exactly. Um, Anyhow, so we'll get into that story in just a little bit. Uh, David Zier is here. He's got some news for us again. His show, Saturday mornings, right here on Real America's Voice. Uh, Breaking Point, you can catch it at 8 a.m. Eastern Time. Make your plans, make it Appointment TV. He's always got a great show lined up and great guests. But he's also got some news stories that he wants to hit upon. So let's jump over to David and see what he's got. What do you got for us, Dave? So Trump
1: is ahead in the polls, again, naturally, um, like he's been for some time here. Um, in the three important states, though, of Iowa, New Hampshire, and South Carolina, he's ahead by like 31 to 34 points, uh, depending on which state you're referring to, which is a pretty aggressive uh, lead, but he um, he polled 38 points in a poll today in Iowa Um, I will be heading to Iowa on the 29th to follow Trump all all the way out in Sioux City, a very conservative area of uh, Iowa. And it's at the crossroads of a lot of states. You know, it's adjacent to Omaha, Nebraska. It's right right there. Um, It's like close to Minnesota. It's close to South Dakota. It's close to Kansas. Very important strategic stop for Trump in a more conservative part of the state. Um, So we're going to keep you posted on that. And um, a subsidiary of uh, Chinese government-owned Syngenta Seeds, LLC... Uh, is being forced by Arkansas state officials to sell 160 acres of ag land in Craighead County because they signed a new law, Sarah Huckabee Sanders, yep. uh, along with Attorney General Tim Griffin. They jointly announced, I think
0: it was uh, yesterday, I don't remember exactly. Actually, when. it was Wednesday. We reported Wednesday? the story when it broke on oh, the Wednesday. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, but go into more uh, yeah, details so. though, because we only kind of touched upon it a little bit, but I know uh, Sarah Huckabee Sanders was, uh, you know, she was, take, she was taking a victory lap as well. She should, being the first state in the country yeah. to put a law like this into place enactment act uh, 636
1: of 2023 prohibits certain foreign parties uh, from acquiring an interest in arkansas um, agricultural land uh, it's an extraordinary move because people own things in the united states and assets you remember in the 90s the japanese owned rockefeller center and right. everything you know in new york and that's changed to Chinese and Russian, and half of DC is Chinese influence, money, and stuff. And isn't um, the
0: Waldorf Astoria now owned by? Uh, <clears throat> uh, is it is it Russian owned at this point? I don't I don't know or that. Or Saudi owned? I, I know somebody. Uh, I know Trump owned it for a little while, right? He owned the Waldorf... Did he own the Waldorf? Uh, I don't know about while? that. Okay, he, he, not sh- have had, I'm he not may sure. have had
1: an interest. I'm, I'm not sure. You know, it's a iconic uh, Waldorf Astoria, but I don't know the answer to that. Uh, but they had the land for like. F- 40 years, 35 years in Arkansas, Syngenta. And uh, that's a really uh, precedent-setting thing going on um, because there's more curbing of Chinese land prospects uh, or prospective purchases in Florida, Texas, South Carolina, Louisiana, and Alabama. Uh, They're all considering uh, legislation uh, preventing foreign adversaries uh from buying farmland so yeah. very interesting
0: and, and especially when it, when you talk about Texas because Texas that that was a story from earlier this year I remember that China had bought this large piece of farmland right next to a United States uh, military base yeah and and people were wondering how they could even do that um so the fact that it not only got attention but now you see uh, Arkansas being the first state and, and Governor Sanders making the first move Hopefully, uh, you know, other governors around the country will will say, you know what, maybe it's in our best interest as well for our people to make sure that um, this is American-owned land since it is here in what we call America, right? Yeah, yeah, that
1: that land was next to a big uh, U.S. Air Force base. Yeah, Yeah. down in In, Texas, Texas. there's also
0: somewhere where they own uh, large uh, pieces of property out in California, again, next to military bases. I, I tend to see a pattern here, David. I don't know about you.
1: Well, listen. It's a goal, in uh, other countries who have taken advantage of of us just economically, you know, like uh, you know, Japan and China. Look at the Russian real estate in New York. They were buying apartments for like 140 million dollars. Yeah. But Trump's property is only worth 20 million. You know, it's like what BS. Of course.
0: Oh. <laughs> and, and speaking of Trump, I know you mentioned uh some polling, and you know, I, I, I'm like I'm like you. I'm not really. Well, I guess I'm less like you because I I really just don't like polls all that much. Yeah. Like I know you you reference them a lot because you pay attention to them. It's part of part of part of uh, you know how you do things. Well, you study them closely. Right. You you follow them. And a lot of them are accurate. Right. A- and and they they kind of set a trend for you to follow. Uh, according to this, and again, I'm not a big a big poll person. Yeah. But according to this Bloomberg poll, Trump is leading forty-seven forty-three in seven of the most important swing states. Yeah. Which is, you know, again, I'm not a poll person. For them to be putting that out kind of makes me scratch my head like... Hmm. I I guess things are pretty bad if if it's if it's uh, if it's starting to trend that way, including Arizona, yeah. Georgia, North Carolina, Pennsylvania, wish, Wisconsin, and a slight lead in Michigan as well.
1: I have I have an automatic Dave Zier uh, altimeter or a barometer or humstat where I can set it right. You know, I could say if it's an NBC poll or an ABC poll, and it's against Biden, add eight points. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> you know, uh, when it's about Biden. But there's a lot of polls that have been really good and pretty accurate um you know and i know there's fraud in pennsylvania over the years uh but in the last election they were dead on about mastriano they were dead on about fetterman a lot of the polls, you know uh so it depends which one uh but you just got to look at it all as a cumulative and make your own kind of formula from it and um you know some of them some of them are right there
0: some no. of them could be. You're right. I mean, they could be right. They could be uh, they could be manipulated. The votes could be manipulated. We've seen that happen. Yeah. Um, you know, and when you talk about because because talking about somebody like Fetterman, to use him as, as an example. <laughs> right. See, see, it elicits laughs. It's yeah. like Fetterman, really? Yeah. And then you scratch your head like, how did this guy because, get elected? Because he had, just got over the hump. No, Bailey. because he got
1: he had big labor behind mat. him. He had yeah. all the doctors and nurses behind him. He has all the big unions behind him. He has the, all the dumb kids behind him in college. He's got the you know the uh, Gen Zs. He's got the millennials. He's got a ton of money. The lawyers outspent the Republicans three to one. The doctors outspent the Republicans two two and a half to one. And it was logical that you know Oz, who ran a terrible campaign, didn't raise a lot of money, didn't spend enough money, wasn't out there in the public. The Federman ran away with the election. I think McCormick would have done better. Probably a bad move on Trump. And, you know, I agree with Trump most of the time. But uh, I, don't, I think a lot of people feel Oz was the wrong guy. Oh, he was totally the wrong guy. But I agree with Fetterman this week when he denounced the, the Hamas attacks. It's like one for him.
0: Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, come on. It's. How do you not, uh, unless you're a lunatic, Rashida Tlaib, um, <laughs> y- you have to basically denounce it, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, this is, you would, <laughs> you would consider that one a no-brainer. Even a clock is right twice a right, day. Right, exactly, exactly. And, and with Fetterman, yeah, okay, so what? So so somebody wrote it for him to say, he said it, and that was it. Yeah. But when when you talk about some of the other places in the country, and, and you know what's an interesting example, I was thinking about this last night as I was laying in the, laying on my couch, uh, feeling sick because I spent hours in the bathroom. I know too much information. Um, but as I'm laying there and I'm, I'm watching, I didn't watch the show because you know then I'd be like oh, I want to say something. I, I, I figured you know what, let me unplug and just kind of chill and relax. But as I'm laying there, I'm watching like regular TV, and I'm like. And as I'm, as I'm getting sucked into the show, all of a sudden it's now almost 10 o'clock. I'm like, this is why most of the American people, most Democrats, really, don't know what the hell is going on in this country. Yeah. Because they, when you get home and you just want to unplug and just relax, you put on mindless crap to keep yeah. you entertained. But yeah. the
1: Democratic Party is so powerful right with big money. Okay, the doctors... <laughs> They, the attorneys gave like ninety-eight million to the Democrats and only thirty-two no, no, no. million but, to but, the Republicans. I, I get that. I so get that. But most people what I'm, aren't but, informed. But on what the I'm Demo saying side. is they're
0: not informed. No, because they sit back. Because and I was guilty of it last night. And, yeah. and I saw exactly what we're fighting is complacency, is comfortableness. People, you know, let's face it: the middle class in this country, for the most part, is pretty comfortable, and until. They're made to be uncomfortable. There will not be any great changes, sure. unfortunately. I agree with I mean, that. we we've rattled a bunch of cages, I think, at this point. Oh, and just there's a, a few. Right. Yeah. And and Rick knows. He he runs into people all the time. nobody else does. But he does. And I do. people that watch the show and, and are connecting and realize, you know, what we're what we're up against.
1: And twenty twenty four is gonna be a rough year, folks.
0: Yeah. Buckle, and, and, buckle up. And it's funny because oh. uh Brutal before we came on. Uh, we were just you know slick Rick and I were just chatting he goes what do you think they're gonna try and uh call off the election next year you know what yeah uh he's heard it they I've heard it. the same thing for the last few months I don't know if you've heard that 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 I just uh,
1: predict that something cataclysmic
0: is gonna prevent yep. Trump from being president they're gonna they're gonna try to call off the election why because they know they can't win they know they can't win they know there's not there's they know there's okay we can't we can't go back to this well of everybody shut down the the election countings uh, the election counting in this in these six states at ten o'clock, and then we'll come back at three o'clock and all of a sudden, miraculously the numbers have changed. They can't do that trick again. You can only do that one once.
2: Yeah, that's it. Um, not pulling and, it
0: and the level of cheating that would be uh required to overcome what we're seeing, what we're seeing right now from the trends, um, would be too much. So so knowing that and, you know... It, call, they,
2: do, calls, they did more cheating than Desperate Housewives. What are you right, talking about? Right. It's uh, ridiculous. Call,
0: call us conspiracy theorists, but we're kind of batting a thousand. Um, th- there's a good possibility that there could be something uh, on, on the horizon yeah. that could disrupt this election cycle. Yep. Simple as that. I mean, call me crazy, call me nuts, but don't call me Pico Delgado. How <laughs> we'll call your nachos, I, Delgado Though I do get a kick out of it uh, Alright, we'll take a quick break We'll come back with more sports Shut up, Slick <laughs> We'll do more with David Zier We'll do more with Slick Rick Sports And more with you We'll go, jump in the chat and say hello as well uh, Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice Hey, though You know what that music means. It's time to breathe easy with EnviroCleanse. Oh, yeah. I've been telling, or we've been telling you about EnviroCleanse for a while now, the home air purifier that's so powerful that we use it here in the studio to make sure Damon doesn't cough his way through another show, and the one that the U.S. Navy actually chose to purify the air on their ships. Now, EnviroCleanse is extending their sale to our viewers and listeners, so if you listen on the podcast, it, 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 it revolves to you, too. Uh, the timing couldn't be better. It's a 30% off sale, and the timing, of course, is... Is now. It's officially cold and flu season and now is the time to battle those viruses along with the new COVID strain, COVID strain that is out. EnviroCleanse has proven to capture and destroy flu and COVID viruses in your home, plus bacteria, toxins, mold, allergens, you name it. All the above. It'll take them, it'll, it'll clear them out and have you breathing easy again. EnviroCleanse is how you fight back against the entire family getting sick at one time. In fact, EnviroCleanse is the only home air purifier that promises you and your family better health. And it makes that promise by helping clear the home, clear your home, of cold, flu, and viruses from COVID as well. That's why we have EnviroCleanse here in the studio, the new science in home air purification. We should call it studio purification as well. Don't miss the 30% off sale. Order your EnviroCleanse home air purifier while supplies last. Visit ekpure.com and use our code America30. That's EKPure .com america 30 com america30 is the code and uh you'll be breathing easy once again right slick absolutely <laughs> absolutely yep. um you had something from the chat that you wanted to include right in terms of
2: uh... oh yes we had a good one about <laughs> you uh, cosmic Messengers sent out uh rick elfrido bandido delgado i ah, like that new one okay <laughs> <laughs>
0: I see a shirt in the making. Everything's a shirt to you. Yes, of course. And maybe one day we'll actually get shirts. (laughs) Yeah, (laughs) I doubt it. Again, David Zier is here filling in. Damon's going to be back tomorrow night, Friday night, to kick off the weekend. We'll do more with David in just a little bit. Uh, One thing I wanted to get to before sports, though. uh, Sad day. And I know last week we lost Suzanne Summers, but today another uh, uh, another person from when we were growing up who was in the movies, and, and, and you know we'd see on the big screen Burt Young, also known as. Cousin Paulie or, or uh, uh, no? Uh, or Pauly he passed away today. Yeah, you yeah. know, my,
2: my dad was actually a friend of his. He used to stay at the Garden City Hotel in Long Island, New York. And my dad, believe it or not, was a, a doorman. knew him very well. He's a fine gentleman. He had a residency in the Garden City Hotel. Uh, the great yeah. uh, Burt Young, Paulie. Had a yeah. house
0: in Port Washington, didn't he? Yeah, uh, an art studio. He was, he was a New yeah. York guy. Of course, we know him from the Rocky movies. Back to School. He was the. Uh, oh, he was wow. Rodney's. Uh, you know, he was Rodney's driver and must in that movie yeah, sure very funny uh very funny role for him but uh, I think I think the most the 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 scene for me that kind of sums up Paulie the best uh was this scene from Rocky here oh. uh, Rocky uh Rocky four actually when uh, Rocky went out to uh Rocky went out to Russia to battle the Russians oh yeah uh, right Rocky four did it there Aaron hey,
3: Rocky, I know you're kind of busy just now but I want to tell you some things I never told you I know sometimes I act stupid and I say stupid things, <laughs> but you kept me around, and other people would have said, drop that bum, you give me respect, you know, it's hard for me to say these kind of things, because that ain't my way, but if I could just unzip myself and step out and be someone else, I want to be you, you're real hot, rock, that's good, now blast this guy's teeth out, <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh, there you go. If that doesn't sum up oh, falling, nothing Don't forget, really does, right? He called Rocky oh, a scumbum.
2: Man. Yeah, <laughs> man, my heart, my heart is broken. You know, I I, 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 did not pick that up. Rick, I was out earlier tonight, and I did not know yeah. that. And uh, thank you for sharing that. That uh, kind of put me. <laughs> Oof. Yeah. One of his
1: best roles was in the Pope of Greenwich Village. He played uh, Be- uh, Bed Bug Eddie. Oh he right, took right,
0: right, right, right. Thumb. <laughs> yeah, he took Charlie's thumb. They took my thumb, Charlie. Uh, How yeah. am I supposed to hold my? That's a great well, yeah, movie. If you know the movie, you know the next word. Uh, he, he couldn't yeah. go to the bathroom anymore the the way he used to because they took his thumb, Charlie. Man. Um, yeah, I so Burt Young unfortunately passing and uh, another part of our, uh, you know, when we were growing up watching it, those movies, man.
3: Yeah. I met him years ago. He came into the, another studio I was working in to do an interview. Really? And he was the nicest guy. He made sure to thank yep. every cameraman, every tech, every PA. Yep. Just... To have him in the studio and let him tell some stories. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. I, my yeah. dad
2: said the same thing. My dad's gonna be definitely brokenhearted when I tell him.
1: Speaking you know. of Rocky, uh, Tulsa King Two's coming out. The new season. Yeah, yeah I, I heard. haven't seen that. You gotta see that. Yeah,
0: I'll get on that as soon as I get on the first season. <laughs> yeah, Paramount. It was an epic, <laughs> epic series last year. Hey, speaking of epic, how about some epic sports? Slick Rick Sports. Slick Rick Style. Uh, brought to you by MyPillow.com. Use our code at checkout, LFS6B. Uh, send the receipt with your shirt size and your address. We'll send you the shirt of the month. And uh, Slick Rick Sports, take it away. What do you got for us? All right,
2: right let's go down to New Orleans. For me, it'll always be the Superdome, but it's the, what is it, the Mercedes Dome and this Dome <laughs> and that, dome. whatever, you know, wing ding uh, groups. Caesar's Dome, pizza, pizza, yeah. So anyway, <laughs> here we go. Jaguars right now up 14-3 to over the Saints. 5.54 to go in the second. Uh, Jaguars do have the ball, fourth and three at the 25. So good lead there. But, you know, football, still a two-score game. So Saints could certainly come back. David Carr, I think he's still in the parking lot. The QB be for the Saints because he's like four of six or 17 for about 50 yards. So we'll see what happens there. Uh, NHL action. Canucks uh, trail the Lightning 4-2, to 10 to go into the third. There nine minutes to go in Florida Panthers over the Maple Leafs two to one Predators continue to lead the Rangers four to two in the Garden eight minutes to go in the third Rangers better get going like those lamps Flyers three to one over the Oilers end of two uh, th- right now second period mid second period Coyotes over the Blues two nothing in St Louis uh, Kings over the Wild four to two. 13 to go in the second there also in the second Golden Knights over the Jets two to one we got the Stars and Ducks Hurricanes and Kraken Blackhawks and Abs Brew and sharks coming up a little bit later. Let's not forget Major League Baseball. How do you like this one? AL Championship Series. We got a good one cooking in Arlington. Game four right now. Texas leads the series 2 to 1, and the game is not at that three. What do you know? The Rangers woke up, came back, and tied the score. Mattress Mac, he may be back getting ready to have a card attack. You better get those nitrostat tablets out <laughs> because uh, it's tight. When I was going to lose 46 million, man, I need a cardiologist sitting next to me. And we got the uh, Diamondbacks and Phillies. Uh, Arizona earlier today. I gave you that score. I'll give it to you again. 2 to 1 for those. Who just tuned into the chat and that series now two games to one Phillies lead uh, game four will be I believe tomorrow night in Arizona I get to a quick story Rick well this is this is where you hear this one Blue Jays pitcher stands his ground after being criticized for taking his son goose hunting this is Or Hawkins right. of Breitbart. Breitbart Canadian leftists are hammering Toronto Blue Jays pitcher Eric Swanson for taking his son goose hunting and posting photos of the geese they harvested while outdoors together it all started after swanson posted a photo of himself with his son crouched down behind the geese they had harvested his son's probably about six seven years old um Outkick quoted some of the comments Swanson received in response to social media posts about the hunt. One response came from Barbara who wrote, do you really need food that badly? Are you even going to put them in your freezer and eat them? He could try eating vegan or vegetarian for a while, or maybe if the birds and animals were armed so they couldn't fight back, I would be all for it. Jen wrote, wow, teaching your child to kill animals, not admirable at all. How about teaching them kindness and compassion to all living things? Quotes and quotes there. Swanson responded to the, and with a post on X where he wrote I am an avid hunter slash fisherman and I always will be. For the people who are asking me why I have my son with me I'm teaching him a very important life lesson The beef, venison, poultry, fish fruit and vegetables all come from somewhere, not just the grocery store. You see you learned something today Rick Uh, He added now when my son hunts and he harvests his own food, he knows exactly where his food is coming from and what's in it. Next time you go to the grocery store or restaurant and order something, remember that it had to come from somewhere. Know what you are eating safe hunting to all good for that young man yeah. that was canadian yeah listen it, it was a good story Hey, i'm all for the birds i love the birds but you know i gotta tell you somebody would love him at a golf course because those geese man they really want those <laughs> golf courses
0: and that's a rapid sports rick back all to right. you all right slick hey uh speaking of birds what was your thoughts on the julio jones signing of the uh eagles
2: oh yeah well he's old he's tired he's he's you know, they ain't gonna make any big well i shouldn't say i shouldn't be cocky we'll see what happens that was a probably a good signing for the eagles Nah, no, he's he's done. He didn't look too good in Tampa, <laughs> trust me last year. I don't it, think I, I think he's his mileage is shot. He looked cooked. He looked cooked,
0: just like those geese. All right, good to know. All right, we'll come back. We got David Zia in the house. Signed to Owens. <laughs> we'll do some more. Uh live from Studio Six B, Real America's voice. Stay there. I'm from Studio 6B on Real Americans Voice. Slick Rick just gave me a cramp in my leg. I had to jump out of the seat. And I made him uh, laugh. Aaron, Aaron, Aaron you're going, Rick, what the hell are you doing? Uh, yeah, um, he made me laugh. <laughs> Talking about Paulie from... Uh, a line from Rocky. Yeah, oh my a line from Rocky. I'm not going to repeat it. <laughs> he was trying to talk him out of talk Rocky out of going after his sister. You know what my sister? She no. busted. I <laughs> can't you
1: said that. I think Paulie said hide the silverware, too, when yeah, the Rockies came sure over. Did.
0: Oh, my goodness. Oh, oh man. And then, and then my leg cramped up. Anyhow. All right. Live from Studio 6P Real America. It's a, it's a Thursday night. I what, what can I tell you? This is what happens when, uh, what do you call it? I wrote it down here because uh, Dr. Tom reminded me. This is what happens. Uh, when Damon is home watching Suits, <laughs> this is what catching happens. Catching up on season five, and he leaves the show to us. This is what happens when Delgado's the anchor; he sinks the ship, <laughs> right? <laughs> anyhow uh david zier is here visiting us once again on a thursday night he's got some more news that he would like to get to david what's been uh what's been uh you know kind of chapping your chapping your chaps there a lot of
1: economic activity you know all these interest rates have caught up with the market we're at a 13-year low or slow um rate of uh housing sales 13-year low um so you know i did the math today uh i have a mortgage calculator on my website for and, um, you know, it's was doing the amount of interest you pay at seven and a half percent. It was like something like 600 or $800,000 on the average house in America by the time that loan is over. Yeah. Uh, and if you did a 15 year mortgage, it goes down to like 250,000, but you're paying like three quarters of a million dollars in interest rate, an uh, in interest on a, on a 30 year fixed rate. Right. Uh, it's and uh, extraordinary. Yeah,
0: D- Damon had a graph on that last week where, where it showed the, the, what? Yeah, four thousand a yeah, month. Four, four, 400000 hundred thousand dollar home, which is the average. Yeah. What What they're saying now, which is which, to me right now, is amazing to think. I'm like four hundred thousand across the country is Four hundred thousand. Yeah. That's that's an astoundingly high number. I thought, um, but yeah, that you end up paying more than a million dollars for that home at today's interest rate, which is basically unaffordable to most people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the
1: average home price <clears throat> is about four hundred and twenty thousand, maybe a little less excuse me right now it's actually gone up to like 430,000 I think actually and new construction's gone up to like over 460 or something (coughs) excuse me it's an incredible number um, when you think about it but there's other indicators there's a uh, another indicator that has consumer confidence down Um, leading indicators have tumbled for the 18th straight month the biggest contributor uh was jobless claims which are uptick uh, about uh you know it wasn't that much but it was still up and then the biggest negative contributor was uh consumer expectations which was down too so if you combine all of that along with uh, home heating oil at four dollars a gallon again Uh, Pretty scary stuff. And um, Ben Berquon posted last week, he's at a pump in LA, and he's seven bucks a gallon in LA right now for gas. Seven dollars. How do you do that? Yeah. $125 to fill up your truck. So, um, you know, people's expendable disposable income, we see it translating into businesses throughout the country.
0: You know, I read a story today. Um, I forgot where I saw it, which is always the case because I, I find something, I click on it. And I, I'm, like a, I'm like a dog who sees a squirrel. As soon as I see squirrel, I'm off to another thing. But I was reading this article about uh, people who were giving up their, their homeowner's insurance. Yeah. And, and again, this is going to be something in your wheelhouse, David, because aside from you know, your business real estate, I'm sure you, you know a lot about the insurance side of things because everybody needs insurance on either their business real estate or their home. And in Florida, in Florida of all places, um, they're finding that their home insurance, their housing, uh, the home insurance, uh, is sometimes not doubling, not tripling, but quadrupling, and is pushing people out of the insurance market. Now, now, of course, you know the 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 weather in Florida it can be unpredictable. Um, there could be storms. There could be hurricanes. You name it. And not to have homeowners insurance, it, you would think is is crazy. But when you see some of the numbers that some of these people, um, who you know relocated a few years ago, and now they 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 look at themselves paying a thirty or fifty thousand dollar a year homeowners insurance bill. Yeah. One person said they're selling their house because they just got the new bill. It was over a hundred thousand dollars.
1: Well, so in the last year, like 230,000 New Yorkers again have uh, a net loss in New York state and 91,000 of them last year went to Florida. So that real estate market is already sky high in Florida. Not like it used to be, right? You right. buy a house for 109000 It was yeah. like a palace 20 years
0: ago, you know? Right. Um, Even 10 years ago.
1: Right? So uh, the problem is, is I think also in the flood insurance category, you know, if you have a terracotta roof, so you have to replace your roof in a lot of cases if it's over 16 years old. And people put 40-year roofs on their house. Right. So 30, 40-year roofs, uh, you know, it's architectural roofs and stuff. But also, if you have a terracotta roof, it could cost you hundred grand to replace your roof. Yeah. You know, so uh, yeah, exceptional. Um, I heard in some inside baseball in Florida that there's about 20,000 foreclosures coming on the market soon in Florida. Wow. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And, and along with what some people are doing as a strategy, I guess, for their high costs of their homeowners' insurance. And again, a lot of people living around the country. Don't uh, I have no idea what you could be paying? I know New York is pretty high. We we just got our new bill, and it's you know, it's a head scratcher. It's like, what? what? And then you look at the breakdown, it's like, why am I paying for this? There's no chance of this. You mean homeowners insurance, insurance? homeowners
1: insurance, yeah. And um, it it could be like it used to be a thousand bucks, and now it's like 2,500. It's oh no, it's it's four times that, yeah. Well, it's crazy. I I just took a policy up, but if you opt to not cover your personal property, you can get it really cheap. So if you don't have valuable things, don't take that
0: option.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. You always buy new clothes. You yeah, know?
0: Uh, unfortunately, and I used to work with somebody in that business. He was a he was an adjuster. Um, it's amazing how much people have in their homes. When you lose a home, fire, flood, what have you, oh, yeah. everything is ruined. There is no getting it back. There, you know, you're you're lucky if you can you can scramble out with a few, you know, the pictures and the stuff that you know those yeah. keepsakes. Um, but mostly the clothes, the, the electronics, everything is garbage at that point. It's just that's that's why you saw after Hurricane Sandy, all this stuff was just piled in the streets because it was all it was all done. You can't recover that stuff. Yeah. That's why you need homeowners insurance, and you need and you need your contents covered as well. well a lot a of people zone. don't realize that that they don't have enough content coverage because yeah. over the course of years, you you accumulate so much more than you realize. Like if you like, if you were to go around, and this is just, this is just a little, uh, I'd say this would be a, uh, a, a um, what's, that? what's the word I'm looking for? Um, just do this for yourself, as an insurance policy for yourself. Go around your house, uh, maybe once a year, and videotape everything, right? And just keep that just document, keep it in a
2: documenting front. yeah document yeah.
0: everything you have and and take your yep. time go around the rooms you know take a look open the closets take a look at everything because if for some reason God forbid something happens the insurance companies their job is to say no you know let's get it let's face it they're there to make money their job is to say no they don't want to pay out too much they need right. to pay just what they want to pay and that's it um, the best thing you can do is document everything you have so if you say hey I've got this this uh you know uh, bedroom set that was worth this much money it might look like crap now because of the damage that it went through or maybe it was a fire and it's burned to a crisp you can't you can't really identify it but if you have pictures or a video of that stuff that goes a long way to you making sure you get full coverage so you max out you get exactly what uh, you know you get uh, as much as you can from the insurance company because again their job is to say no, and it's just it's just the nature of the business. But as far yeah. as the homeowners insurance, some people in Florida are now foregoing; they're giving up their homeowners insurance and paying off their house because that's actually cheaper, and it would be cheaper for them to yeah. repair it should something happen. David,
1: uh, Florida is not you know as um, as attractive as it was, you know. So it's very expensive. Southeast Florida is very expensive. You know, you can't touch a house for under half a million dollars. You know, it's just yeah. brutal. Even a condo. You know, so,
0: um, yeah, but. I remember Southwest Florida when I was down there starting my uh, my radio career many moons ago, David. Yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> down in Fort Myers, Florida at 96k Rock, throwing them a plug. Um, man, that was uh, it, it was an interesting place. Uh, not a lot of development. It was very, you know, I think my apartment was 500 bucks a month, it was yeah. awesome. I had a one wow. bedroom. Five hundred bucks a month. Wow. Pool, beach volleyball yeah. over here. And that's I where you're making the big bucks too. Oh, I was making the big bucks. I was making like fourteen grand a year. I was That <laughs> yeah. was no, probably fourteen grand a
1: month. <laughs> but the West Coast over there is still cheaper than the southeast. Yeah, but so.
0: now nowadays yeah. the West Coast is really built up. It's getting crazy, yeah. It's getting crazy. It's it's you know, between Fort Myers and uh, Naples, that that stretch Naples, now, forget it. Now has been built up so much that that it's it's rivaling Naples. Yeah, you know the, the Estero and all that stuff. The Marco Islands, like,
1: yeah. uh, probably one of the richest places per capita
0: in the United States. You yeah, know? exactly. Yeah, so interesting stuff going on around the country. So I don't I don't know what the insurance, uh, you know, issue is uh, where people are watching, but I know in Florida it's become a big issue for a lot of homeowners. But it's everything.
1: You know, you're getting less for your money. Um, Big, uh, you know, a big, big uh, to do at Delta Airlines. You know, I got a notice about two weeks ago uh, that Delta Airlines, you know, I have all these Delta American Express credit cards so I can accumulate points and stuff when I buy, you know, gas and stuff. Um, and they used to have like unlimited trips per year to the Delta lounge when you travel or or Amex Centurion lounges around the country, which I love because the military goes for free and I get to interact with people from all over. It's really wonderful. But then now they're limiting it and they cut it down to like six a year from like unlimited. Uh, so if you travel a lot, you couldn't use it unless you're buying first class and business class tickets, which (laughs) most people can't do. Right. And there was a riot. There was a riot, and people. Uh, so they they sent me a notice yesterday. Yeah, Don't they reinstituted. They it, made right? it fifteen per year, which is still which is better, which is good. And um, they're relaxing their requirements for the M- MQMs for the points and dollars you have to spend to get to the next tier and next level. But it's just everything. There's nothing that's gotten better under Biden in America. There's nothing, I can't, I dare this audience to tell me one thing that has gotten better during this presidency. Yeah. Nothing. You get less, you go to Chinese food, you get like $75 in Chinese food. It's like three containers now. It's like, what happened? You know, <laughs> we, when we were kids, you know, Chinese feast was like $45. I know, you know, right. And, uh, you know, I, there was a slice of pizza the other day, pepperoni pie, $5 and 25 cents for a slice, for a slice, for a slice, one slice, uh.
0: They're crazy. It's crazy. And, and then you couple that with this article I found in Wall Street Journal. Um, you know, what happens when we can't service the debt, U.S. debt? I know Bannon did a, did a segment on it um, today about servicing the debt and how it's about to go boom. Uh, stung by historic losses in recent recent years, long-term bond investors are showing a diminishing desire to lend the U.S. government money. Or maybe it's just that the government is trying to borrow too damn much. I would go with the latter. Even in the congressional chamber controlled by Republicans, the leadership debate revolves around how many spending expansions the next speaker will jam into another debt-fueled bill. And, you know, then then you then that made me think of the uh everybody freaking out at Matt Gates today. You hear about that in in the house? People wanted to attack him. I'm sorry, but if you're a House of Representatives representative and you need to you feel the need to attack someone with physical violence because you oppose what they think, yeah. you need to vacate your seat. Yes. I'm sorry, but there's no place. That's there's reckless. no place. Reckless. There's no place for that. You, you don't attack w- a person. What are they mad at? That
1: they expose that there's 22 extra rhinos in Congress? <laughs> you know, That's like,
0: what it is. These people are being exposed and they don't because like They're it. not opposed on ideological bounds. It's just about money. It's about money. Exactly. It's about money. It's all about money. He's upsetting their gravy train. Sounds like it. It Sounds like it. Yeah. All right. We'll take a quick break. We'll come back. One more segment to go. A little bit more sports. A little bit more David Zia, and a little bit more you. Right after the break, live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice. Stay there. Live from Studio 6B, Real America's Voice, Thursday night. Slick Rick has got one more sports report. David Zier is here. He's got uh, a little bit more news and some plugs to get in for his upcoming Saturday show, Breaking Point. I don't know if you guys caught this. There's been a lot. We were talking just before the break about the house and and the run for speaker. Jim Jordan lost uh, two votes so far. And they said he was withdrawing and wouldn't uh, run for a third. Now he's back in. To run for a third um and here's him talking about a cut number two aaron go i'll just say this we made the we made the pitch to um members
1: on the resolution as a way to lower the temperature and get back to work uh we decided that wasn't where we're going to go i'm still running for speaker and i plan to go to the floor uh and get the votes and win this race but I want to go talk with a, a few of my colleagues, particularly oh, I want yeah. to talk with the 20 Where's individuals the who voted against me Is that now? Um, huh? so that we can move forward and begin to work said. for the oh, American people.
0: The I heard him. Yeah. yeah. So there you have it. Uh, Jim Jordan definitely still in the running, wanting to uh, make sure he gets the votes. And, and again, we were talking about this before the break about how, you know, and he makes reference to it right there. Take the temperature down because there's a lot of lunatics there, David. And again, they don't like their money train being interrupted. And, I, and I'm, I guarantee that's what this is all about. Who, in your right mind, or, or what what would cause you to want to lunge at someone as being a member of the House of Representatives? It's all kabuki
1: theater. You know, I, I'm disappointed. <laughs> the New York State delegation uh, for Congress that, you know, wh- wh- helped win the red Uh, takeover of the House, you know, Posito, Nick LaLoda, Andrew Garbarino who's a Trump hater who voted for the J6 Commission. Um, And, you know, and Tom Lawler who took out Sean Maloney, the uh, Triple D, or the D-Triple C fundraising in Congress. You know, I thought they were going to be like these conservative type hawks and they're far from it. uh, No, they're they're rhinos. And, um, you know, uh, I I gotta say, I'm I'm really disappointed because their reasons aren't good enough. They're not like saying like they're not good enough i'm the, the american public and and they want they want a complete turnaround. They want Congress to turn everything on its end. Yes. They're, they don't care. The approval rating for Congress was 16% today. Across
0: that's the actually nation. high. I, I know, yeah. I've know. i seen I've seen it where it's been listed at 12%. Yeah. And even 12%, I'm thinking, well, that's kind of high. And again, I made this point before, is that everybody thinks the reason why we have such a problem with some of these people that are still there is that everybody thinks their representative is good. It's the other guys that suck. No, yours sucks too. Not many of them as David has pointed out are really who they say they are. Well, like the Garbarinos. I, yeah. This guy is 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 just just a disaster He should Should have never been uh, just he was anointed he was he was ushered into place he wasn't he's not the the will brings a lot of money to iceland
1: that's a lot of money here he brings the sewer money road money you know but when it comes to ideals trump told me he was one of the 13 that he hated the most in congress and wanted gone and he
0: should and and we should do everything we can to primary him and get him the hell out he is a disaster And I hope he hears this and knows that the people of of Long Island do not appreciate what the hell you're doing. I know you've got your your big money people pushing you along, Garbarino, but you and your buddies there, be forewarned. uh, Let's hope that this is your last term in office. But, but New York is not a
1: conservative area. You know, a Republican Long here is. is like a Democrat down south in a way. You know, it's like we do have a big MAGA movement here and we do have. Um, but I left the Republican Party in 2016 when they voted for the SAFE Act to take my gun rights away. They voted for the minimum wage hikes that punished 50,000 small businesses on Long Island. And they voted for the Cuomo budget without a fight. So what's the difference? And i still support republican candidates when they deserve it and i you know i like my local party leaders and stuff you know but some really good ones you know um but but they're not conservatives no definitely
0: not and they show their true stripes in, in you know times like this when they're needed to be conservative and they decide well uh, my feelings are hurt. I'm all butt hurt, and, and I'm going to do something stupid just because I can. Like like that idiot, I think it was Emmers. Oh, I voted for this guy because I want him to get the job because oh, I want him to have a terrible job. These games they play. It, it's child, childish. Childish yeah. games. It's like Candy Lynn. Morons. Yep. So, all right. Uh, before we get done with the show, of course, Slick Rick has got to update us on the scores of the football game, along with other things going on in the world of, of sports. Brought to you by Mike Lindell's MyPillow. Go to mypillow.com. Use our code at checkout slick. Rick, what do you got for us?
2: All right. Well, we'll get you out to that Thursday night football game for those who care. The Jaguars right now at the half lead the Saints 17-6. Let's go. Brandon McManus, the kicker for the Jacksonville Jaguars, made a 43-yard field goal. So I don't see Hawk Diesel in the chat tonight and get it. I know he's a big <laughs> Jaguars fan. I think Beach Lover 11s lives across the street. They're big, they big fans. They live down there. So uh good for them. Good game. I like that pick but you know second half I can turn it off and be down 24 to 17 and Erin will be teasing me tomorrow and she'll be winning so that's that let's get to the baseball scores mattress Mac he's back what do you know the Astros right now lead the Rangers 7 to 3 top of the fifth boy real pitchers duel tonight uh this is game four Texas Rangers leading the series 2 to 1 Astros looking to tie it up boy I was really saying let's go Arlington let's go Rangers you know the Dallas Cowboy neighbors and uh I said let's see what boy the Astros came right back I wonder if they Cheated there. way, and I'm only kidding. man. that's a scoop there. And uh, well, Diamondbacks and Phillies, good one. Phillies lead that series two games to one. Uh, yeah, two games to one there. So uh, we'll see what happens with that. But uh, yeah, Diamondbacks uh, with a big win today, two to one. And uh, let's go to uh, one quick story before we wrap it up, Rick. Uh, we got. Uh, U.S. soccer star Carly Lloyd admits she had enough of U.S. women's national team kneeling at Olympics. Warner taught Houston a Breitbart. U.S. women's soccer star Carly Lloyd finally admits that she was bored by the idea of taking a knee during the national anthem at the 2021 Olympics. See, that truth is coming out now. Lloyd was conspicuous during the games in Tokyo for being the only U.S. women national soccer team member not to kneel during the American anthem. She remained standing while the rest bowed to wokeness to protest against the very country they were in, Tokyo, to represent. During an interview Wednesday with CBS Sports, Lloyd dismissed taking a knee during the anthem. She said that by the time the Olympics, taking a knee was beginning to feel like a thing to do uh, and was empty of any meaning by that time. She also said it hadn't done much to change anything either. I just felt that we had done enough of the kneeling, and I just wanted to stand for my last world championship game, Lloyd insisted. I just felt that we had, we, we, we you know, I think we've gotten to a point where it's not a certain opinion than other people other than that they, they have their own opinions. kind of convoluted there, but it's kind of contradicting itself in that moment. I just think kind of had uh, enough of kneeling right before the game because we had done it for a whole year or so uh, leading up. So it just became a narrative thing. Right. You know, uh, we got uh, with, uh, uh Pina, what's the name there? Rapino. She was the one leading the woke charge there. That one. But uh, anyway, ask her how Victoria's sales are doing and we'll uh, get back yeah, to that. Yeah, she game. ruined it. Yeah, she ruined it. All right. I'll tell you. She, they clipped her wings. Anyway, that's it. That's a wrap in sports, gentlemen.
0: All right. Well, thank you, Slick. Uh, David Zier, anything uh, real quick to be, before we head out the door for the evening? Um, Well, I'll be here tomorrow. Just a warning
1: for everybody out there.
0: (laughs) Tomorrow night. Tomorrow night, we'll see you. Uh, And of course, Saturday's show, 8 a.m. Yes. Breaking point. Tell us, uh, anybody who didn't hear it earlier, maybe they're catching the show just now. Good show. Yeah, Trent uh, Lisey
1: running against Ken Buck, the rhino from Colorado's 4th District, agricultural area. More conservative district, but he's the former Colorado Republican leader, um, Ken Buck. So, you know, he's been there since 2014. But Trent Lisey, nice guy. Farmer, America First candidate, and then I got Ed Bartlett on from Save about uh, the new studies that show there's a three and a half times the suicide rate for transgender students. A 14-year-old girl jumped off a bridge in Manchester, New Hampshire. Other kids are killing themselves. And then I got Tim Rivers, the author of the American Gulag Chronicles, documenting life for the J6ers in prisons with horrid conditions throughout the East Coast of the United States.
0: Yeah, and it's amazing that something like that continues to happen in this country. It's, and it's heartbreaking when you think about it. That does it for a Thursday night. We appreciate you watching. Thank you so much. As always, we salute our military, active, and retired, our first responders, EMTs, firefighters, police, everybody working the front lines, whether you're, whether you're driving a truck, whether you're digging a ditch, maybe you're doing some plumbing, some electrician, keeping this country running. We appreciate it. Thank you so much. Uh, everybody on the show, of course. Slick Rick, doing the sport. David Zia, the Big Z, sitting in tonight. And, of course, Aaron and Fran in the booth. And, of course, you guys there at home. Chattervaders on the Getter Chat. Thank you so much. We will see you tomorrow night, Friday night, to kick off the weekend. Damon will be back with the uh, latest on suits. Till then, Peace. Peace.